जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनावल्लभा गिरीबारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनावल्लभा गिरीवरधारी जय गोपी जनावल्लभा गिरीवरधारी यशोदनंदन ब्रजनारंजना यशोदनंदन ब्रजनारंजना यमुना तीरा यमुना तीरा बनचारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनावल्लभा गिरीवरधारी यशोदनंदन ब्रजनारंजना यशोदनंदन ब्रजनारंजना यशोदनंदन ब्रजनारंजना यमुना तेरा बनचारी यमुना तेरा बनचारी
जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जयो राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी कुंज बिहारी हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्णा कृष्ण हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 
कृष्ण कृष्ण हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा हरे हरे जयो राधा वल्लभ राधा वल्लभ श्री राधे जयो जगन्नाथा जगन्नाथा बलदेवा जयो सुभद्रा गौरनिताय 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 जयो गौरनिताय जयो जयो प्रभुपाद 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 जयो जयो प्रभुपाद जयो जयो गुरुदेव 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 जयो जयो गुरुदेव नीताय गौरा हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल नीताय गौरा हरि बोल ताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल जय ओम विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिवजकाचार्य अष्टोत्तर शत श्री श्रीमद हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि ग्रंथराज श्रीमद भागवतम की जय ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू दी असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री श्री गुरु एंड गौरांगा ऑल ग्लोरीज टू हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस शीला प्रभुपाद शीला प्रभुपाद की जय नम ओम विष्णुपादाय कृष्ण प्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामीनतिनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य देश तारिणे <clears throat> Welcome all of you for today's discussion of Shrimad Bhagavatam. We are reading from Canto Six, Chapter Nineteen, Text Number Five. Narayanam Namaskritya, Naram Chayva Narottamam. देवीं सरस्वती व्यासम 
तथो जय मुधीर ये नष्ट प्रायेशु अभद्रेशु नित्यं भागवत सेवया भगवते रुत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर भवति नैष्ट की कृष्णाय वासुदेवाया देवकी नंदनायचा नंदगोपकुमाराया गोविंदायनमोनमहा ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया यथात्वम् कृपया भूत्या तेजसा महिमोजसा जुष्ट ईशह गुणाय सर्वेश ततोसी भगवान् प्रभु हो यथात्वम् कृपया भूत्या तेजसा महिमोजसा जुष्ट ईशह गुणाय सर्वेश ततोसी भगवान् प्रभु हो यथात्वम् कृपया भूत्या तेजसा महिमोजसा जुष्ट ईशह गुणाय सर्वेश ततोसी भगवान् प्रभु हो यतात्वम् कृपया भूत्या तेजसा महिमोजसा जुष्ट ईशा गुणेशर्वेश ततोसी भगवान् प्रभु तत्वम् Tejasamahimaujasa 
दुष्ट गुण सर्वे कृपया भूतौ महिमौजुष्ट गुण भगवान् प्रभु कृपया भूत्या तेजसा महिमौजस जुष्ट गुण भगवान् ततोसी भगवान् प्रभु यथा एज तम यू कृपया विथ मसी भूत्या विथ ऑफ्युलेंसेस तेजसा विथ प्रोवेस महिमा ओजसा विथ ग्लोरी एंड स्ट्रेंथ जुष्ट इंडाउड ईश O my lord gunaihi with transcendental qualities sarvaihi all tataha therefore asi you are bhagavan the supreme personality of godhead prabhu the master translation and purport by his divine grace shila prabhupada shila prabhupada ki jai O oh my Lord, because you are endowed with causeless mercy, all opulences, all prowess, and all glories, strength and transcendental qualities, you are the supreme personality of Godhead, the master of every one. Purport. In this verse, the words "Tatosi Bhagavan Prabhu" mean, "Therefore, you are the supreme personality of Godhead, the master of every one." the supreme personality of godhead is endowed with all six opulences in full and moreover he is extremely kind to his devotee although he is full in himself he nonetheless wants all living entities to surrender unto him so that they may engage in his service thus he becomes satisfied Although he is full in himself, he nonetheless becomes pleased when his devotees offers him patram, pushpam, phalam, toyam, a leaf, a flower, fruit, or water in devotion. Sometimes the Lord, as the child of Mother Yashoda, requests his devotee for some food, as if he were hungry. Sometimes he tells his devotee in a dream that his temple and garden are now very old and that he cannot enjoy them very nicely thus he requests the devotee to repair them Sometimes he is buried in the earth and as if unable to come out himself he requests his devotee to rescue him Sometimes he requests his devotee to preach his glories all over the world although he alone is quite competent to perform this task 
even though the supreme personality of Godhead is endowed with all possessions and is self-sufficient, he depends on his devotees. Therefore, the relationship of the Lord with his devotees is extremely confidential. Only the devotee can perceive how the Lord, although full in himself, depends on his devotee for some particular work. This is explained in the Bhagavad Gita 11.33, where the Lord tells Arjuna, Nimitta matram bhavasavyasachin. O Arjuna, merely be an instrument in the fight. Lord Krishna had the competence to win the battle of Kurukshetra, but nonetheless he induced his devotee Arjuna to fight and become the cause of victory. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was quite competent enough to spread his name and mission all over the world, but still he depended upon his devotee to do this work. Considering all these points, the most important aspect of the Supreme Lord's self-sufficiency is that he depends on his devotees. This is called his causeless mercy. The devotee who has perceived this causeless mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead by realization can understand the master and the servant. Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakhaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamahiyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatanvitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakham Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shrivas Adi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare 
योन्तह प्रविश्य ममवाचम मिमाम प्रसुक्ताम संजीवयत्यखिल शक्तिधरस्वधाम ना अन्यामस्च हस्तचरण श्रवणत्वगादिन प्राणानमो भगवते पुरुषायतुभ्यम यम प्रवर्जन्तम अनुपेतम अनुपेतकृत्यम द्वाइपायन विरहकातर आजुहावा पुत्रेतितन्मयतयातर वोभिनेदो स्थम सर्वभूतहरदयम मुनिमानतोस्मी Hare Krishna. So welcome all of you for today's discussion. It's a very nice canto, very nice chapter going on, chapter 19. We had just now completed chapter 18 uh, about the details of the Pumsavana Vrata, the ceremony that Diti had to hold to beget a child. And we saw how Kashyapa very cleverly has influenced her to become a devotee. So she's uh, now praying to the Lord. So this is a part of the prayers that she's offering to the Lord. In the Vedas, it is said, it is, it is difficult to know Krishna without the help of the Vedas. So it's only through the Vedas we know Krishna. But seldom the Vedas reveal the details about Krishna very apparently. So it's very difficult. It's, most of the times Krishna is hidden. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. It is hidden in the Vedas. But Bhagavatam does not hesitate. Bhagavatam is openly telling that the only purpose of the Vedas, the only purpose or the sum and substance of all the scriptures is to know Krishna. And therefore we see in this, in this uh, vrata that she is doing, because these types of vrata you will see in the Vedas also. In the Vedas there is something called as Putrakameshti Yagna. Putrakameshti Yagna is for someone who wants to beget a child. So in the same way there are so many rituals that is mentioned in the Vedas, but the root purpose of all the rituals is to please Krishna and that is what this prayer is about that um, Diti is offering that that oh my dear Lord because you are endowed with causeless mercy all opulences all prowess and all glory strength and transcendental qualities you are the supreme personality of Godhead the master of everyone so basically she is enlisting the opulences of the Lord but what was interesting to me is how Prabhupada takes the purport because Prabhupada is not discussing about the opulences of the Lord. Did you notice that? He, he starts the purport by saying, Tato Asi Bhagavan Prabhu. Therefore, you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And you are the master of everyone. And Prabhupada starts his mood. You see the mood of Prabhupada. It starts from, although he is full in himself, he nonetheless wants all the living entities to surrender unto him so that they may, they may engage in his service. So the Lord is complete, the Lord is Atma Kama, Atma Trupta, Atma Rama. So he doesn't want anything outside of him. See, for example, for us as Jivas, we always want something outside of us, you see. We are hungry, we need food, so we depend on food. We are hungry for love, we, we want association. Huh? We want uh, to get married so that we can beget children. So there is something always we look outside of ourselves. Krishna is not like that. Krishna is Swayam Trupta. He is Swatantra. He is Swarat. Tene Brahma Hridayadi Kavaye Muhyanti Yatu Surayaha Tejo Vari Mridam Yata Vinimayat Yatra Trisargom Risha Dhamna Svena Sadanirasta Kuhakam Satyam Param Dhimahi. So, in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, Shukadeva Goswami says he is Swarat, he is independent. He is not dependent on anything, anything external to him. 
Actually, jivas are also like that in one sense, but they are looking something outside because because we feel that we are uh, apurna, incomplete. Yesterday, Mataji was explaining because Prabhupada mentioned this verse: Om Purna Madha Purna Midam Purnat Purna Udachyate. The complete units emanate from the complete whole. Although we are not as complete as the Lord, we have to understand that. I'll give you a simple example. Imagine the Lord is the reservoir of all of the universes and it's filled with some substance, let's say water. And there are tiny different sized pots around us, a clay pot. And all of these pots are filled with water. So what does it mean? There is a big pot and I have filled up all the different sizes of pots with water. If you see all the pots of different sizes, they're all full, but they are not the same as the big pot. And not all pots are equal and not all pots are same, but every pot is complete. You get the idea? So every, every jiva is complete to his own level, to his own yogyata, to his own capacity, to his own eligibility, he is complete. Uh, but he is different to every other pot. Every pot is unique. So Krishna's creation is unique. Not, no two parts, no two pots are equal. No two leaves of a tree are equal. Everything is bhinna, uh, bhinna uh, prakriti rashtadha. So bhinna means different. Everything is different. So Krishna's creation is very interesting. So Krishna is complete in that sense. And so are we complete in that sense. So in this verse, Prabhupada starts saying, although he is complete, it looks like he wants all of us to surrender unto him. And this surrender, he is demanding us to surrender not because he is incomplete, not because he needs our surrender. Just like the king rules his subjects and he wants his subjects to surrender unto him so that they, they won't re revolt against him. They have to follow his orders so that he can still remain the king. But that is not Krishna's mentality that I have to become, I have to remain the Lord as long as you surrender to me. And if you don't surrender, I might lose my lordship. That is not the mood of Krishna. And that is not the, that is not the position of Krishna. He is demanding surrender because it is good for us as jivas. But what is interesting is, although he is full in himself, he nonetheless becomes pleased when his devotees offer. And then Prabhupada's mood starts. Sometimes the Lord as the child of Mother Yashoda requests his devotees uh, for some food. So this is this is the crux of the purport. Prabhupada says the causeless mercy because Diti is saying yatha tvam kripaya bhutya. You are a reservoir of causeless mercy. This causeless mercy itself, the word itself is very interesting. And Prabhupada takes this causeless mercy. Uh, what is causeless mercy of Krishna? What is causeless mercy of Krishna? Correct. So that's what Prabhupada says in the purport. Causeless mercy means that he is engaging his devotees and he's, uh, Prabhupada uses this word, Krishna's dependence on his devotees is his causeless mercy. And that's a bit interesting to understand. Krishna is dependent on his devotees and that is the causeless mercy of Krishna. So it's quite interesting to understand because generally when we see causeless mercy means, I was thinking these days, you know, in Vrindavan, um, What's interesting, we have a huge Yamuna flowing next door, but there is no water to drink. And you can't survive without money nowadays, because even to drink water, you need to pay money. You have to, you have to buy paid water in Vrindavan. This is the sorry state of the pilgrimage and pilgrimages we have, the dhams we have. Uh, but Krishna is so uh, merciful that he's given us water, he's given us free air to breathe. Probably there'll be a day when we'll have to pay for air also. 
We, uh, we have to buy oxygen masks. Uh, that's, that day is going to come very soon in Kali Yuga. Uh, we pray that that doesn't come, but we already have to pay water. And this time when we went as devotees, we made a vow, we will never buy plastic bottles. Because devotees go, they drink plastic bottles and throw it. And they all end, end up in Yamuna. You see, as devotees also, we pollute Krishna's mercy. So, we will see how Prabhupada is telling us, Krishna's dependence on his devotees means, I have Krishna's dependence on my shoulders, therefore I have a responsibility of Krishna's mercy on me. So, it's a very interesting purport how Prabhupada takes this uh, when Diti is praying like that. So, the crux Prabhupada says in, in the last line of the purport, the devotee who has perceived this causeless mercy of the Supreme Lord by realization can understand the master and the servant. So how do I understand Krishna? By realizing his causeless mercy. That's how I can, I can understand because understanding Krishna is not easy. One may think if I do Shastric studies, I can understand Krishna. If I read the whole Bhagavatam, I can understand Krishna. We cannot understand Krishna by reading Bhagavatam. We have to read the Bhagavatam and realize it. Realize it, only then uh, we can understand Krishna and his causeless mercy. Um, when I was contemplating on this, I was uh, trying to draw a parallel between how do devotees realize Krishna and his mercy and how do people in general, the conditioned souls, realize his mercy. So I was looking at the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita of how every jiva is bound by the illusory energy of Krishna, which is also mercy of Krishna only. It's also mercy because the energy of Krishna is acting not because Krishna wants us to suffer in this material world. Just like, you see, uh, if you have a magnet, you see, and you have some iron filings on paper, the children would have done this experiment. You've done this experiment, you've put iron filings on paper and you move the magnet below it and you see how the ma iron filings jump. The magnet is not desiring that the iron filings should jump. The magnet is not desiring, oh, I will make the iron filings jump. No. Its, its field of energy, the magnetic energy is making the iron filings naturally jump. Because that's the power of magnetic energy. So in the same way, Krishna's energy, the material energy is acting. Because its natural act, its, its natural act to is, is to make the jivas conditioned in this material world. Krishna is not desiring that you should get conditioned. But because the maya is so strong and because we desire that I want to enjoy separately from Krishna, it is because Krishnasya daivad vimukhasya, Krishnasya uh, uh, jivad, Krishnasya vimukhasya daivad, adharma shilasya sudhukkitasya. We are so conditioned to experience dukkha. We think it is su dukkha. <laughs> Very nice dukkha I want to experience. Adharma shilasya sudhukkitasya. Um, so therefore, we become Krishnasya uh, Jivad Vimukhasya Daivad. So we, we turn our faces away from Krishna. So this is Krishna and we, we become away from Krishna and face Maya. Now we are facing Maya and I am saying, Oh Maya, I like you. Let me hug you. We are going to hug Maya now. So this is what every Jiva's prakriti here, pravritti here in this uh, material world. So how the illusory energy of Krishna also binds us or helps us to fulfill our desires. It starts... In the first chapter with Arjuna, you know, Arjuna tells Krishna one verse. This is where the, the, the transition happens in the first chapter. Uh, Sanjay is explaining the battlefield, observing the battlefield or the armies in the battlefield. And then Arjuna says, 
सेनोभ्ये रथम स्थापय मेच्युता यावादेता निरीक्षेहम योद्धु कामस्थिता कैर्मया सह योधव्यम अस्ण संयुध्य में इमेजिन अर्जुन ऐ सेंग सेनोर उभयोर्मे रथम स्थाप स्थापय मे अच्युता यू सी द वर्ड अर्जुन इज इंस्ट्रक्टिंग कृष्णा सेनोर उभयोर्मे अमोंग्स द आर्मीज रथम स्थापय मे अच्युता डू नोटिस दैट अर्जुन ऐ सेंग कृष्ण ऐ वॉन्ट टू ऑब्जर्व द आर्मीज मोर क्लोजली सेनोर उभयोर्मे ऐ वॉन्ट गो इन द मिडल एंड ऑब्जर्व द आर्मी सो कृष्ण अच्युता इनफैलेबल वन मे मै रथा सेनोर उभयोर्मे रथम स्थापय मे अच्युता सो कृष्ण थॉट ओके युअर रथा ऑल राइट सो यू सी वॉट इज द लेसन बी लर्न it seems as if arjuna is bewildered by the illusory energy and he thinks this is my chariot so krishna you take my chariot in midst of the army so that i can examine the armies yodhu kaman avasthitan those people who are kama means yodhu means one who is desiring to fight kairmaya yodhavyam kairmaya sahayodhavyam asmin ranasamyudhame who is desiring to fight who things must be conquered by my prowess take my chariot in the middle i want to exa- examine them and the next he continues but before that let us understand how this applies to us the first chapter of the bhagavad gita the first chapter is called as the psychology it's a psychological it's a psychiatrist everybody studying psychology you can understand krishna is the greatest doctor he is the greatest psychiatrist jeevas and the in this illusory world also have this mentality that my body this body is the chariot and i think it is my body krishna please fulfill all my desires so that i can continue to battle in this field of maya so that i can think illusorily that i can win this battle i can conquer based on my strength my opulence my my capabilities my intelligence my prowess this is how we think so therefore krishna my body i want to make sure that my body is successful so please navigate my body in this material world very similar you see see, uh, see draw the parallels and krishna arjuna continues further he says yotsyamanan avekshaham ya etetra samagatah dhardharashtryasya durbuddhehe yuddhe priyachikitsavah so he saying um um krishna everybody is come here to fight with me so let me see this dhardhrashtra dhardharashtra dhardharashtra means you know what who is who is dhardharashtra Correction of Dhritarashtra because Krishna, you see, uh, Kunti, Kaunteya, Dhritarashtra, Dhartarashtra means the son of Dhritarashtra. So this Duryodhana who has come and the sons of Duryodhana, who have, uh, the son of Dhritarashtra who have come to fight, I want to see them. Durbuddehe, these people are evil-minded. I want to see them. You know, so much pride Arjuna is having. Yotsakaman um, avekshaham. Let me see who have come here to fight, wishing to please, please the evil-minded Dhartarashtra, Dhritarashtra. so in the same way all of us wants to fight all of us wants to fight what fight maya you see each one of the each jeeva in this material world wants to fight maya how i don't want to get old i don't want to die 
I don't want to get a disease. I want to fight. Whom are we fighting? Maya. Who is Maya? Daivihi esha gunamami mai mama maya duratyaya, Krishna says. But yet, no, 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 I'll fight. I'll fight Maya. How dare? I'm strong. The scientists will think, don't worry. We will, we will discover something. Time and again, I see this um, blog saying, 2040, every living entity in this material world will live eternally. The science scientists are very close in discovering that gene and the DNA mapping, blah, 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 will become immortal. 2040, please wait. So what is this? Fight against Krishna's energy. They, are, they have declared a fight against Krishna's energy and it is a one-sided battle. No, if we know who's going to win. Maya is going to win, you see. But here it seems Arjuna wants to fight Maya. And he wants to fight. Fighting Maya is not bad. What is ridiculed here is fighting Maya on my own strength is ridiculed. Krishna, Arjuna is saying, I want to see on my strength, me achuta, my body, Krishna, you take me there. So this is what is condemned. Now Krishna understands Arjuna's predicament here. Oh, okay, Arjuna. So you think it is your chariot. All right. So then uh, the focus, the, the, the video goes to Sanjaya Vacha and then in, that's how the Bhagavad Gita flows. In fact, Bhagavad Gita was spoken. When was Bhagavad Gita spoken? When did Bhagavad Gita start? When did Sanjaya start speaking to Dhritarashtra? Many, many people think it was spoken when the war began. Actually, it, was, it began after Bhishma Pitama was, on the, was laid down on the arrows, bed of arrows. And then Sanjaya travels back and he starts. It's, it's a historical treatise. Ten days after the battle had started. Uh, so that's how the Bhagavad Gita recitation begins. After, after, how will you know this? When you read Mahabharata, you will come to know that he goes to tell the news that Bhishma Dev is defeated now. Then he begins to chant, tell, recite the Bhagavad. That's how Bhagavad Gita starts. So, now Sanjay Uvacha has come. Evam hukto hrishi kesho guda keshe na bharata senayor ubhayor madhe rathottamam. What does Krishna do? Krishna does not take the ratha anywhere and stop. Because Krishna is a psychiatrist. So he takes the ratha right in front of Bhishma Pitama and Dronacharya. And says, and then says, Bhishma Drona Pramukhataha Sarvesh Sarveshamcha Mahikshitam Uvacha Partha Pashyaitan Samavetan Kuruniti. Sanjay is saying, Krishna speaks actually in the first chapter, but he doesn't speak. Sanjaya says that Krishna spoke. What is that? Uvacha Partha Pashyaitan. That's all Krishna spoke. He says, Arjuna, you said you wanted to examine the army. Lo and behold, I have put the ratha where I have to put. Now you, be, now you examine the army. Now you see. Now see it for yourself. So in the same way, although we declare a war against Maya, Krishna brings us right face to face to those who will, threat, who will show us the reality of this material world. What are they? Disease, old age and death. And when we see them, what happens is what we will see Arjuna, what happens to Arjuna. And all Krishna did was, Uvacha Partha Pashyaitan. Okay, please behold. Uh, and we think we are strong, we are eligible, we can fight Maya, nothing. One, one magic of Krishna, everything will uh, all, uh, Krishna defeats us just by one thing. You know, so many people just get bewildered by watching, one, by seeing one grey hair in their head, is it not? One grey hair comes and, oh my God! I've got a grey hair. You see, Krishna can bewilder us, very strong jiva just by one grey hair. You see? So, this material world is very difficult. And very quickly, Arjuna tra transforms, you see. Arjuna starts saying, 
just when krishna uh, puts arjuna in the midst of the battlefield when he sees bhishma drona his teachers kripacharya immediately arjuna's uh, psychiatric treatment has begin begun all that may achuta has vanished now he says drishtve maam swajanah krishna yuyutsum samupasthitam sidant sidanti mama gatrani mukham cha parishushyati my 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 mouth is drawing off now looking at bhishma pitamaha and his uh, he has realized the reality now reality bites they say so now he's re- he's realized it वेपतुश्चु शरीरे मे रोमहर्षश्च जायते गांडीवं संश्रते हस्ताक्चव परिदह्यते मै होल बॉडी इज ट्रेम्लिंग मै हेयर इज स्टैंडिंग ऑन द एंड मै बाव गांडेव स्लिपिंग फ्रॉम मै हैंड एंड मै स्किन इज बर्निंग यू सी एक्चुअली वेन वी रीड भगवदगीता वी हेव टू अंडरस्टैंड वी आर रीडिंग दीज सिम्टम्स ऑफ अर्जुन इट इज नॉट ईजी टू अंडरस्टैंड बिकॉज इट ओनली टेक्स अ वॉरियर टू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट इट इज इट इज to be in the battlefield because there's a war going on between russia and ukraine we see in the news right but it's not easy to understand uh, think about it my wife's uh, grandfather was in world war 2 he was in the italy uh, fighting against mussolini so he was 85 years old and when we were in the uk he was he was telling us the story he was saying most of the battle battle was fought by lot of indians lot of indian poor indians were employed in the battlefield in in the, in the form of jobs and they were sent to fight for fight for world war 2 all these mo- all these uh details and facts we will not find it in movies all we read is novels and movies you see alistair maclean's novels and things like that where these stories are where these facts are hidden he used to tell us um there used to be a room where they used to cook rice when you open the door you'll fi- find mounds of rice <laughs> and you know how it was served so the soldiers will have a plate and a glass and a cup an aluminium plate and a cup and there's another plate where they lift the rice from the floor and throw it on the plate like that and they have to finish it and then watery dal they have to move keep moving and they have to eat and incidentally my wife's uh, comes from a shri vaishnava background so his her grandfather was a pakka rasam rice man so uh, only vegetarian so he he was going through the red sea the you know he tells me a story i'll just share it just for the sake of it so he was in egypt the ships they all were moved through the ship and he was in egypt and in egypt uh, the local people were selling uh, merchandise to the soldiers who were traveling and one of the guys one of the egyptian guy was selling eggs you see boiled eggs and he was speaking in hindi anda anda pakka you see and my wife's grandfather speaks tamil so whenever he says anda pakka he used to say here and there because he thinks anda pakka anda pakka in tamil say anda pakka means see there <laughs> he didn't understand hindi so like that he traveled there and he was telling it is it was so difficult and um, he was in the you know what a trench is so they dig a trench and you have to stand in the trench holding a rifle a gun and any time you can be killed and uh, the grandfather tells me right next to him his friend was shot dead by the japanese by the germans when a bullet hit him uh, it hit his gun and the gun just split apart and it was uh, it was a bomb that a uh, flight dropped and the and one of the splinter just went and hit his throat and he saw his friend die right in front of him and he, he cried when he remembered this and he was 85 this was probably 65 years ago or maybe 70 years ago that he had seen this picture he cried he, even when he was explaining this after eight, when he was 85 years old and he said it was very painful to see my friend die and i still had to leave him there and move on because the germans were attacking 
and he was saying the trenches were so wet you see it was wet with rain it was freezing and his socks was wet imagine standing in the rain you see it's so raining outside and we feel oh what suppose if i get drenched but a soldier has to stand in the trench with his shoes wet with wet socks he has to go on for days not not that he will go and have shelter at the end of the day and sitting in a heater he has to go on for days it's very difficult to be in the battlefield so arjuna's predicament thinking of a battlefield we have to we have to imagine only a soldier will know what a death means because he is seeing death every day any time death can come he so is going out and he might not come back you see a soldier's life is difficult so uh, i i'm just putting some perspective here to understand arjuna's predicament and such a person he saying vepatuscha sharire me i am now my body is shivering and my gandiva is slipping out of my hand so such a strong person uh, in australia also most of the people uh, australian citizens had to go to uk and europe to fight the war you see and predominantly the women back here they had on, only one duty to stitch socks you, you read his australian history they had to stitch socks thick socks so that their feet doesn't get wet the soldiers feet don't get wet when they are standing in the trenches with rain and freezing weather and things like that so war is a is a curse on humanity uh but at the same time it it dawns us the reality of this material world and material life this material life also teaches us it's just that it is not so physical the material world also drains us but we do not realize it just as a donkey carries the dhobi's clothes uh we also continue to fight this material world you see but we do not realize that we are losing the war at all times so but fortunately for arjuna he realized his folly there are two types of people you see one person realizes his folly and then surrenders to krishna he surrendered to krishna and he says please guide me but how did he surrender to krishna and what was the mercy of krishna flowing through arjuna in what's in what way very interestingly this is how it relates back to prabhupad he did not surrender to krishna can you stop that prabhuji it's distracting me sorry he did not surrender to krishna as a supreme lord he surrendered to krishna as the guru you see that's when the relationship changed and then now he says karpanya dosho pahata swabhava and then krishna when when arjuna became his shishya shishya steham sadhimam then arjuna spoke so what does it mean it means at least arjuna was fortunate because here krishna is playing the role of gitacharya he is the acharya there he has taken over the role of a guru but for us the embodiment of krishna's mercy is coming through a spiritual master through the guru only because the mercy of krishna flows through his devotees and from devotees comes to conditioned jivas and these conditioned jivas when it comes to them they begin bhakti how does how does one begin bhakti according to nectar of devotion how does anyone begin bhakti shraddha but how does how does shraddha come in the first place correct and what is it called as according to rupa goswami correct agnata sukruti it is agnata sukruti right agnata sukruti if you see the word sanskritam agnata means what gnata means that which you can remember or you can know about agnata means that you cannot know about or that which you cannot Uh, remember about so agnata sukruti means somehow or the other some influence you have become a devotee by because some pure devotee wanted you to become a devotee but actually agnata has a different meaning you see gnata means to remember 
Agnata, A also means Akarosmi Bhagavan. A means Krishna, because Krishna says among the syllable I am A. That's why A in the Om, A, U, Ma, it's made of three syllables and of course the Ma and it's actually made of eight in one sense. But the first syllable of, uh, the first letter of Om, A signifies Krishna. U signifies Uti, which is Rama, and Ma signifies Narsimha. If you you will read the way uh, that uh, there's a different uh, meditation on Om altogether. But Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Akarosmi means A means it's me. Krishna means A. So Agnata means one who knows A, one who remembers A, he's Agnata. So Agnata Sukriti means that which is Krishna's Sukriti, not unknown Sukriti. So actually, actually Agnata Sukriti means the mercy of Krishna. So because of the mercy of Krishna, Shraddha begins. It's not unknown or that which you cannot know, but it is because of Krishna that Sukriti comes. So it's, it's actually that it is His mercy. But why is it causeless? Because that mercy comes to us even though we are not eligible for it. I'm not eligible to get that mercy, but Krishna gives it. Well, Krishna doesn't give it. It comes through the mercy of the devotees. So here, Arjuna is fortunate, but uh, we, are, we get the mercy through devotees. And Prabhupada's beautiful meditation here, you can see, sometimes that independent Lord acts as if he's the child of Mother Yashoda and he's seeking prasadam or he's seeking uh, bhoga from Yashoda. Yashoda Mai saying, I'm hungry. But how can Krishna get hungry, you see? Krishna can never get hungry, but yet he wants to experience that pleasure of being treated by his mother. And next, next line, Prabhupada says, Sometimes he tells his devotee in a dream to fix his temple. You see, he comes in his dream to fix the temple. But what's the third one? Sometimes he is buried in the earth and as if unable to come out himself, he requests his devotee to rescue him. What is that? Huh? Correct. So, sometimes the deity of Krishna is buried under the earth and it is as if Krishna cannot manifest himself and he comes in the dream of a devotee and asks him to dig and say, rescue him. You see, Prabhupada is very careful in saying this, that this causeless mercy of Krishna or Krishna engaging his very confidential associates in the service of Krishna is his causeless mercy. That is Krishna's dependence on, uh, on his devotees. You see, just as, um, just as Krishna is dependent on his devotee, a devotee is also dependent on Krishna, on the mercy of Krishna. Just as, uh, as preachers or as uh, in, in the temple, if a new person comes, we engage the person in some seva, you see. I was hearing His Grace Charu Prabhu in the Uta temple in US. Uh, sometimes if there is no, no, no service, he used to pour a glass of water on the floor and say, Oh, sorry, can you please help me wipe the floor? <laughs> and, <he> was, <laughs> and, and he used to do that. The reason because when someone engages himself in service or seva, it purifies the heart. Because sometimes you cannot make someone a devotee just by intellectual con conviction. If you convince him philosophically, he might not. But you engage him in service, when he cleans the floor, some transformation happens in the heart. So that is what Prabhupada says, that a, a devotee is not demanding work from him, but engaging him in seva so that Krishna notices it. Oh, look at him. He's so nicely wiping the floor, my floor, my temple's floor. So therefore, I'll give him some mercy. So this is how. And that mercy didn't, of course, it came from Krishna, but through the devotee, through his confidential or confidant, uh, the dear devotees of the Lord. So, um, 
and as devotees we need to acknowledge this mercy um bhishma deva in his prayers in the bhishma stuti he actually glorifies this particular relationship between arjuna and krishna because this relationship is very confidential prabhupad says in the purport it's very confidential relationship and it takes lot of realization and uh, you know meditation or contemplation to understand this relationship uh, bhishma dev says i will chant this verse in the bhishma stuti vyavahita pratana mukham nirikshat svajanavadhad vimukhasya dosha bodhya kumati maharadatmas vidyayash charanarathi paramasya tasya mestu bhishma deva says what stops a conditioned jeeva from realizing the mercy of krishna it is svajana vadhad vimukhasya dosha buddhya it is because of the dosha buddhi dosha buddhi means what the polluted consciousness the polluted intelligence blocks us from realizing krishna's mercy here what was the dosha buddhi of arjuna thinking that he is he can manage everything himself and this this is what happened when yudhishthira went for the gambling match it is said in mahabharata krishna told yudhishthira the the kauravas invited pandavas to come for the gambling match yudhishthira and the pandavas are about to go and krishna said <clears throat> would you also want me to come with you and yudhishthira says ah don't worry krishna we can manage it and lo and behold what happened they lost everything because yudhishthira thought i can manage everything on my own might so this is the problem uh, here also that is the dosha buddhi dosha buddhi means polluted consciousness thinking i am the lord i can do bhakti without krishna it is me who is chanting it is me who is doing bhakti it is me who is preaching you see this me consciousness because to even do bhakti it is krishna only he is helping me to do bhakti it is he who is helping me to move the mala it is not my finger which is moving it is krishna inside me helping to do you know moving it is krishna sitting in the throat and helping me to speak so one a devotee as devotees we need to acknowledge and realize the the mercy of krishna how krishna's mercy is flowing in so many different ways so to realize this mercy is called shraddha this faith one needs to have that yes it is because of krishna uh, that 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 i am able to do everything now this mercy comes because of guru and we are very fortunate today because it is the disappearance day of shri bhakti uh, bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur who is the spiritual master of our shrila prabhupad bhakti vedanta swami shrila prabhupad it's a very auspicious day today to remember bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur because for us especially the brahma madhva gaudiya sampradaya uh, we are we are very fortunate because we are trained especially how to serve a guru how a disciple should serve a guru especially by personal training and by training by the senior vaishnavas or advanced vaishnavas the final pastimes of bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur um when he was almost on his uh, last days of his uh, winding up his pastimes Bhakti Siddhant Saraswati Thakur was saying was to his disciples that I had come here with a specific purpose and what was the purpose of him what was what was his uh, what was the purpose he was here Bhakti Siddhant Saraswati Thakur 
he he tells to his disciples i was here to explain chaitanya mahaprabhu's teachings the most confidential teachings and what was chaitanya mahaprabhu's teachings the most confidential teachings what was that that chaitanya mahaprabhu wanted to teach us he wanted to teach us one thing to understand the mood of shrimati radharani so this is our sampradaya actually but this understanding had to come through whom had to come through whom how do we understand the mood of shrimati radharani in our sampradaya guru sadhu and shastra but specifically whom which sadhu huh? yes prabhu through lord chaitanya but who was the nimitta here uh, okay nityananda prabhu of course is the guru tatva through rupa rupa goswami because chaitanya mahaprabhu wanted to give it but he did not give it directly to us you see he didn't leave any writings except the shikshashtakam but he instructed rupa goswami and sanatan goswami to give this shiksha to us so therefore and who is rupa goswami in the vrajalila rupa manjari who is the most confidant of radharani shrimati radharani so this mood and that too because radharani has two camps you know that right radharani and the other camp is chandravali so bhakti siddhan saraswati hakus makes a specific point to say we don't even want to worship krishna through the mood of chandravali but through the mood of radharani via rupa manjari very specifically to this mood and this mood is where chandravali says i am krishna this is this is the mood but radharani says krishna is mine this is the mood of radharani so we worship and understand the mood of radharani and worship krishna through her mood specifically in the nectar of devotion about raganuga bhakti how raganuga how that was the goal that is the goal of any practitioner of vaidhi sadhana bhakta that we have to reach to that goal but of course to to perfect our vaidhi sadhana bhakti but the way bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur preached was very bewildering to the saints around him at those times because he's a, he was a very unique teacher uh, there was one ep- episode which i was hearing he was in radha kund now think about it radha kunda you're sitting in radha kund with your disciples and he was preaching hard on upanishads can you believe that and his disciples were thinking we are sitting next to radha kund why not radha radha leela or radha krishna leela or the past times of krishna and radha why upanishads it is shushka it is dry radha kund means rasa rasa tatva but here our spiritual master is telling us about upanishads so one of them asked bhakti siddhan sarvathaku thakur that prabhupad why why upanishads at this point in time why not churn rasa tatva bhakti siddhant said that we are not pure enough you are all not pure enough to understand the dealings between radha and krishna so therefore you have to purify yourselves by understanding vedas and upanishads first and then you can get into rasa tatva so said that's why he was it was very difficult for him to whatever other saints did he always did the opposite it it seemed as if he did the opposite but it was uh, if by deep contemplation it was the dear disciples of uh, bhakti siddhant especially our dear shila prabhupad bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad who understood that mood actually that is why in the purports you will see 
the rasa tattva rasa vichar is there but at the same time it's not there it's not very apparent so you have to dig deeper in the purports of shila prabhupad uh even though one may think he did not ask he told us not to do rasa vichar prabhupad still published krishna's krishna book which had the rasa leela and everything and distributed to all even new people we give them as a pack as a pack nowadays you see krishna book which has the dearest and the confidential pastime of radha and krishna in that the book has it and yet prabhupad said we should distribute it you see so this was the mercy of bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur and the mercy of shila prabhupad and one very important thing he said is the jivas emanate from the body of maha mahavishnu you see in this material world and the guru tattva is an embodiment and uh, is a expansion of baladeva you know Bal- balram lord balram and then comes from nityananda and from nityananda comes all the guru tattva the mercy nityananda prabhu is said to be more merciful than chaitanya you know that right although we say namo mahavadanyaya krishna prema pradayate krishnaya krishna chaitanya namne gauratvishaya namaha nityananda prabhu is more merciful we see from the jagaimadai past time why because he is the guru tattva and that mercy of nityananda prabhu stands before us in the form of guru when you see when you see our guru maharaj when you see shila prabhupad it is the embodiment of mercy of nityananda prabhu so that i can perceive that mercy i we can perceive the mercy of our guru of nityananda prabhu or lord balaram by by manifestation of the guru in front of us and by serving the guru by following his instruction serving means what many times you see when we think serving it means we think cooking or uh, uh, massaging the guru no it, that is not service service means taking the instructions of the guru seriously in our life and applying the instructions in our everyday every minute in our thought word and deed that is service of the guru and thereby by applying his instructions we associate with the guru association does not mean physical association association also does not mean just hearing lectures many many times devotees are um, hear hear the lectures well that is also association but association also means applying what we have heard in our life so that is association because every time i am remembering this is what my guru maharaj said this is what prabhupad said so therefore i have to do this therefore i have to do this in my life so this is association association under the instructions of the instructions of the spiritual master this is what one is krishna is giving the causeless mercy and the other side i am able to receive the causeless mercy i should be able to receive it also you see sometimes guru might pour Uh, it's almost like this when you go and hold ganga a pot in ganga the pot also gets flooded away i asked this question to my guru maharaj initially when he was here what suppose the guru pours mercy and i'm not even able to hold that mercy <laughs> and the, the the pot also gets flooded away so the answer was no the pot will not get flooded away the mercy comes according to the capacity of the the disciple so therefore we should be prepared to hold the mercy we should come with open arms so that i can take that mercy in my heart and soul so like this uh, bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur was telling us uh, in fact when he was winding up his past times he said i primarily came to give this understanding of rupa goswami to everyone but alas i could not because i spent most of the time fighting sahajism and all of those uh, apasampradayas that were predominant at that point in time which is also there uh, today as well um although he was ordered personally by chaitanya mahaprabhu to distribute this knowledge but one very important thing which is relevant for us during the book marathon time is bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur's um instruction to his disciples to print books 
so he was saying even though you can sell every tile in a temple and print books so do it so the the importance of printing books and selling books the brihat mridanga and this instruction was taken very seriously by shila prabhupad and all the disciples of shila prabhupad and of course the devotees who are doing book distribution now in the book marathon that when we distribute book a book to a to a person we are actually giving that causeless mercy of bhakti siddhanta sarasvati thakur of nityananda prabhu of balaram of shila prabhupad to a person and we are just the instruments no nimitta matra bhava savya sachin and we become the instrument and becoming an instrument in the hands of krishna and guru itself is purifying for the devotee because becoming an instrument itself is very very good uh, with this i will stop here uh, i will just uh, just summarize that uh, a devotee as devotees we need to perceive this causeless mercy of krishna we should be able to realize it through realizations applying the knowledge of bhagavatam bhagavad gita instructions in our daily lives and realize that causeless mercy by that we can definitely realize that krishna is tato si bhagavan prabhu so i'll stop here thank you everyone for eager, eagerly lending your ear on this auspicious day of bhakti siddhanta sarasvati thakur disappearance day and uh, whatever i spoke is for my purification uh, so that i can also realize the causeless mercy of krishna if there are any questions comments or corrections or realizations we can discuss for a few minutes yes sevya Um, you. you said how Arjuna um, saying to the Lord to take my chariot into the battlefield. Um, so we also see we have this tendency in the material world, uh, the illusion of saying I and mine all the time. So my question is, in bhakti we also say my sadhana, my chanting, my reading. So how is it different from the material illusion? <coughs> um okay my chanting say that again last line you said how um, devotee thinks my chanting yeah my chanting my mm. reading my sadhana okay not i not that i am bereft of that knowledge i'm also learning i'm i'm also a student like you mm. but um there are two things i feel um I, and I, that's how i understand it is this disease of me and mine is very deep and even while doing bhakti it can creep into us and these are that is because we are still in the phase of anartha nivritti adau shraddha tatha sadhu sanga tatha tatha bhajana kriya and then anartha nivritti when we are doing this we are shuffling between all of this shraddha sadhu sanga bhajana kriya anartha nivritti and because we are shuffling through we are see when we say my chanting of course it is i am doing the chanting there is something that we also do as a doer but deep down a devotee always acknowledges that oh my dear lord thank you very much because of your mercy i was able to chant your holy names so somebody might say prabhu ji how many rounds did you do i did not do any rounds prabhu ji krishna did all the rounds of course a devotee will not speak like that a devotee will say yes prabhu ji i did 16 rounds he will not say i didn't do prabhu ji krishna only did 16 rounds he won't talk like that but for a loka vyavahara like for a for this uh, vyavahar uh, or the dealings in this material world he might say me as a person i have done not that me as a pride me but as a person me 
but in inside if he meditates that it is krishna who has helped me to do the chanting it is krishna because of whom i was able to do bhakti and he he passes on the acknowledgement back to krishna at all times places and circumstances in fact not even krishna but the the senior devotees who have helped us the devotees who have helped us the parents and in your case it will be your parents who are spending their time and effort to keep you to protect your krishna consciousness you see they are doing so much so you should think i'm so fortunate to take birth in this family who are protecting my krishna consciousness so thank you krishna for giving us such a nice parent you see so if you think like that and you're passing the gratitude not because of your sadhana but passing it to your parents and the parents will pass it to the spiritual master and then it goes up to krishna so uh, that's how krishna says our prayers are never touched by actually we think we do sadhana to please krishna do you think just by revolving some mala krishna will be pleased krishna is saying oh oh Hanuman is chanting my name so nice. Do you think he will think like that? No, we cannot please Krishna by just revolving some mala here, just because I am chanting some words, even a tape recorder chant. Do you think Krishna will be pleased by the tape recorder? No. Our sadhana, the only purpose of our sadhana is to please the Guru. If Guru get pleased, Krishna get pleased. We think we can go to Krishna directly. <laughs> we don't go to even when the offering, you know, the offering goes to Guru Maharaj or Prabhupad, and Prabhupad takes it to his Guru Maharaj, and like that it goes up to Krishna. We cannot access Krishna directly. because of our anarthas so we have to always be so take the position of humbler than a blade of grass trinada pisuni chena tarora pisuni sahishnuna amane namana dena kirtaniya sadahari and that makes us qualified to become krishna conscious and we see that in this in the pastime of sanatan goswami i wanted to tell that pastime but i have a short of time and this this trinada pisuni chena does not happen on our own i feel because humility does not come on our own humility comes by the mercy of a guru humility comes by serving someone who is advanced than us and they will teach us humility see when when a devotee corrects corrects us what is our reaction to it if we feel oh, how come he corrects me who is he to correct me the moment this comes to our mind think that we are not ready for it we are not ready we are pride we are proud we are proud uh, the moment if a thought comes to my mind that who is he to correct me how dare he corrects me i know everything i'm seeing the thought came to my mind i know back to first grade so but a devotee thinks oh krishna you have come personally in this devotee to correct me i'm so fortunate so this is trinada pisuni chena taro because he's seeing krishna's krishna in everyone he's seeing krishna in everyone even in the karmis You know, sometimes a karmi might chastise him, saying, "Oh, Krishna has come in the form of a karmi." He is perceiving Krishna at all time, places, and circumstances. That is the mood of a devotee. And Sanatan Goswami was kind of, you know, corrected by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Ch- Sanatan Goswami came and surrendered. He kind of took to sannyas vesh, and he started saying, "I'll take." He did not even accept bhiksha. I, he said, he will, "I will not even wear new clothes." But he said, "Tapan Mishra ji, whatever clothes you have worn, you give me the worn clothes. I will wear that." Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very happy. Oh, very nice. And then one uh, devotee in Mayapur uh, in Banaras says, "You you can come to Prashadam every day. Bhiksha, we will give you bhakshin bhiksha." So he said, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "You can come with me for lunch every day to this devotee's house." But he said, "I will not come with you, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. I will go to Madhukari." You know, there is a difference between bhiksha and Madhukari. But bhiksha means you are going to someone's house for accepting pr- Prashadam. That is bhiksha. Madhukari means you are going door to door and begging. and whatever remnants they give you partake that so sanatan goswami says i will not even come with you mahaprabhu because i'll get proud so i will go and live on madhukari chaitanya mahaprabhu was very pleased but chaitanya mahaprabhu noticed one thing 
Sanatan Goswami was wearing sannyas vesh. He tore Tapan Mishra's clothes into three parts. One he wore as a cowpin, one to cover, and one as a chadar. You see that clothes which they are wearing up there. So that's how Sanatan Goswami is there, wearing three-piece cloth, three-piece. They all wear three-piece suit. Ours is also three-piece. Cowpin, um, dhoti, and chadar, three-piece. Our three-piece suit is like that. So he died. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu noticed one thing. Sanatan Goswami was who? He was Dabir Khasa. He was a uh, governor of uh, Bengal. So all those governors used to wear a very rich, thick uh, fur blanket to keep themselves warm. And Sanatan Goswami was still having that blanket, posh blanket. Pres I mean, just presidents have that blanket. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu no, used, to, used to see that blanket like this. Just, he never said anything because, see, intelligent people don't need chastisement. Intelligent people ke liye aankhon ka ishara kafi hai. Only the eyes is enough. So Sanatan Goswami was seeing and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was seeing him and the blanket, you see. What is he wearing? That's it. Sanatan Goswami understood. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not happy with the blanket. Because he was not parting away with his blanket. He had parted everything except that blanket. So then he goes, he gives it to a beggar. He tells the beggar, can I swap with you? And the beggar had a torn blanket which was not even good to even wipe the floor. He said, can I, can I barter that with this posh blanket? And the guy near Ganga said, are you making fun of my poverty? Please go away. Don't make fun of my poverty. You're giving such a posh blanket for this stone cloth. No, 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 no. I'm speaking the truth. Please, I beg you, please give me that torn blanket. And I, I, I give, I'll give you my... And you, thereby I'll get pure, purified. Because my spiritual master wants me to get rectified. Because I'm attached. And then he wears the blanket and comes back after the snana. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, uh, oh, Sanatana, you've come back. Uh, where's your blanket? I can't see your blanket. And Sanatana Goswami is very shy and, you know, he feels disgusted to say, Mahaprabhu, uh, I know you noticed my attachment and you are so merciful that you stripped off my last attachment, that blanket, which I was carrying on my shoulders. So sometimes we are attached to many upadhis. Uh, and spiritual master comes to tear away that upadhi. Sometimes he tears away forcibly, sometimes he tears away just by, you know, Eyes. Sometimes he tears away by engaging us. So that's why we have to become Sarvopadhi Vinirmuktam Tatparatvena Nirmalam. Rishi Kesha Rishi Kena Bhakti So like that. So thank you very much for that question. I I could I was able to relate the pastime. Any more questions or comments? No? Yes, Prabhuji. Sorry, Prabhuji. My limited mind I was getting distracted. My sincere apologies for that. Yes, Prabhuji. brought out a very valid point of uh, uh, Bhagavad Gita being uh, given in the uh, war scenario. Yeah. I served in the Indian Army for three decades. Somehow my father was, served in the British Army. when I was telling that story, I was, some of my mind, the thought came, you must be an army guy. I don't know why, but I, I thought there is a soldier sitting amongst us. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for being here, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna Prabhu. <laughs> my father served in the British Army and uh, he had undergone a lot of Austerity. Uh, with the, what you had mentioned, it was one of the, this one actually, you know, yeah. he used to walk down about 70-80 kilometers in the duration of 10 to 15 days. World War II, yeah. packs and uh, all those things and all. Even today in the Indian Army, Tuesdays and Sundays are treated as a Mandir Parade. Uh -huh. In the Mandir Parade. Mandir Parade. Mandir. Mandir is a temple. Temple, okay. In Mandir Parade, yeah, uh, Bhagavad Gita's, uh, the, we have a unit Pujari who comes out with a 
this, uh, uh, paragraphs of uh, this one, fighting qualities of Arjun wow. and Lord Krishna's sermon to the uh, uh, Arjun <laughs> for how to wage a battle actually that is being told actually and how to fight uh, this one and it is very uh, this one and there was one more interesting thing mm -hmm. a senior general he was not a uh, illiterate he had gone through NDA where he had done his 10th uh, standard and joined NDA and then finally he qualified but he was a well-read man he asked in the open forum of all the senior pujaris and you know, CEOs everybody were sitting how can a bullet, a man is dying, how can a God's power or spiritualism can help in protecting that person? If man is facing the bullet, he is going to die. How can a spiritualism help in protecting that person? Nobody could answer properly, but this general gave a very... I want to know what is your uh, perception or opinion on this actually. Man is facing the death bullet and he is going to be shot dead and how can the God or the spiritualism can help him in protecting that actually? Yeah, I, I can just thank you for sharing this Prabhuji and uh, my uh, respects to you uh, because we have to respect a soldier. And I was also hearing that um, sometimes soldiers are more better philosophers than philosophers because they see the death every day uh, and they are also fighting the battle uh, at least those soldiers who are grounded on dharma, not, not every soldier, but those soldiers, as you said, who are grounded on the principles of dharma. Uh, I can only relate to my wife's grandfather who was in the battlefield and he is a Sri Vaishnava. Because uh, when, when he was in the UK, he, will, he has five minute to ten minute uh, ritual. Without tilka, he will not get out. And they wear a red line. They wear this and the red line in between. And the red line has to be precise and accurate. Until it becomes accurate, he doesn't get out of the house. And me and my wife used to wait until his tilaka ritual was over. And without tilaka, he will not come out. He say, I can't be a widow. I can't be a widow. I can't come like that. I'm not a widow. So he'll put that. <laughs> now I understand what he means. So he used to say, even in the battlefield, with his helmet on, he was a radio technician then. He never went to the battleground without the tilak. So, so much attachment to Krishna he had. And his uh, chanting was Srinivasa. He, his name was Srinivasachar. And he always used to chant Srinivasa, Srinivasa, Srinivasa. And even when his uh, friend died, um, and he begged to his uh, general to say, please save my friend. He, he was slapped by his general, by his British general to say, you just run from here. And all they put was a, med, uh, was a number, they put a token number so his body can be transported back. That's all they do in the, in the world war. He, my grandfather said, they put a number, whatever, 1034 or whatever. So by the code it will be identified it is his body which then has to go to a specific destination. Uh, back to the family. At least they did that. Uh, but what he did was he shook him. He said, don't die, don't die. And he was chanting Srinivasa, Venkatesha. So by Prabhupada's mercy, what I feel is Krishna, see this body is anyways mortal. Um, as Arjuna was fighting the battle, we can learn from Arjuna that the Deha Vyamoha is not there for a soldier. He is not bothered if he dies. We know that and you know that very well. He is not worried about dying in the battlefield. He thinks it's pride to die in the battlefield. Uh, what distinguishes the consciousness is, some soldier thinks I'll die for this country which is amazing, which is good, which is great because this country is a manifest, this Bhumi is a manifestation of Lakshmi Devi. 
you will see in the sixth canto actually this whole material world is a manifestation of lakshmi the energy of the lord uh, but if somebody goes a little further and says i will die for you krishna uh, and radha and krishna or lakshmi and narayana then that seals his next life to say because then thereby he is connecting his his purpose of living and his purpose of dying in the battlefield to please the ultimate authority who is krishna of course as a soldier his his uh, allegiance is to the country his allegiance to, is to the to the motherland that he is fighting for but the real mother is lakshmi devi this bhumi this prakriti is lakshmi devi so if he thinks lakshmi and and her husband narayana then his death becomes immortalized uh, it's it's not too far they're still immortal but uh, if he dies for his country he will have to take birth again as a soldier which is also not bad but if he takes birth as a devotee soldier it's even more glorious because he can not only defeat the other enemy but he can transform the enemy to come to krishna so this is the difference between arjuna uh, a, a fighter like arjuna because even duryodhana was a fighter you see even he was a warrior but the difference between them was arjuna was a devotee warrior and duryodhana was a selfish warrior uh, so we have we can learn both of this from the lessons of mahabharata and bhagavad gita so how to become a perfect warrior that's arjuna and bhima and yudhishthira and all of the pandavas so they, then their then their fighting becomes uh, perfect so krishna says utho get up your and pick up your gandiva and fight so the warrior gets up and fight but he fights for krishna krishna i am fighting for you but on the principles of dharma that's why indian army is glorified even today because uh, they are not vicious because indian army has that uh, the the spirit of humanity the spirit of dharma that element of dharma permeates into the 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 culture of army that you can see which is practically absent in any other uh, armed forces uh, that is the pride i was an ncc cadet in the naval uh, and i was as i've been in the naval base for a few months by my college in the fortune of krishna so i i was able to see the warriors very closely when when they were serving in the submarines i've been in the submarine and and a warship so it was amazing to see the soldiers how they are they give up their they are away from their families for 3 4 years and they don't complain uh, it's amazing so they are also serving for a higher cause but the devotees so this is the the amalgamation of a devotee and a warrior that is arjuna so we are all we should become like that so i hope that answers your question in brief prabhu excellent prabhu thank you very nicely thank you very much prabhu ji nice to, first time i am hearing a very uh, accurate story of uh, this battlefield scenario in uh, mahabharata Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you very much. All due to glories of Srila Prabhupada, who has given us the Bhagavad Gita. Otherwise, mukam karoti vachalam pangum langayate grim. Even a layman can speak Bhagavad Gita only by the mercy of Guru. Otherwise, I don't have any qualifications. Thank you very much, Prabhuji. We'll stop Hare here. Granth Raj Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrind ki jai. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Tiro Bhavati ki jai. Nitai Gaur Premanand.